Welcome to the Tub Talk Sports Podcast. I am your host, Donovan Place, and as always, I'm joined by Ben and Colin. Um, in today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about the NBA uh, playoffs going on, really exciting stuff, as well as the first round of the NFL draft, which starts tonight, actually. Um, yeah, I can't wait to hear some of uh, these guys' hot takes. Yeah, this, this draft is going to be really fun for a variety of reasons. First of all, because one, the quarterbacks, we don't really know where they're going. It's a weaker class compared to previous years. And you could very well see one or two go in the top 10 if a team wants to reach, or I wouldn't be shocked if it's we're at 11-12 and no quarterbacks would take it. So I think that's interesting. And then I just feel like there's no – once you get to the top two or three picks, we really don't have an idea. So it should be really interesting, but – I think we just get get right into our mocks that we all did. I know Colin and I, I'm excited to see yours, Donovan, because I've seen Colin's, and Colin and I have some pretty yeah. similar picks in the top 10. Wait, picks. wait, come here, come here. We have special guest uh, Brett Beek here on the podcast. Brett, NFL drafts tonight. Any excitements? Any any takes for tonight? Green Bay needs a wide receiver. Green Bay needs a wide receiver. Scolding hot take. Scolding, Scolding hot. Thank you, Brett. Can always count on good analysis from Brett. Brett from um, Bowling Green. Yes, Brett from Bowling Green. All right. Yes, I am currently working on my mock draft as we speak, and so far, I I hate it. It's terrible. But we're gonna we're gonna roll with it here. So, are we starting with the mock draft, or are we starting with the NBA playoffs? We'll do the mock draft first. We'll do the mock. I th- draft I first. thought the mocks were fun because as I was doing it especially in the middle, it got ugly. And then when I got to the end and had a finished product, I'm like, I actually like this. So it was very fun. Um, I feel like even if you don't have the same players, if you look at the like 10 picks, there's a pretty good agreement amongst everyone on the at least positions. Like there's a couple tackles, a couple corners. We can swap out the names, but at least the positions, it feels like there's some universal agreement. So let's get right into it. I'll get my first round pick first, which Colin is in the middle of filling up gas because this is, I believe, Colin's first episode while driving home from Iowa. So this should be yeah. quite the experience. Yeah. Um, I, I, let's, I'll give you a, a picture here. I have about just over half a tank of gas. Well, do you think – are you taking over or under $38? You see, uh, I don't have a great idea of the size of how, the gas tank, but right. I'm going to take yeah. over. I'm going to take over. What kind of car is it? What kind of car is uh, it? We got a Lexus ES350. Mm, over Bougie. 30 – Wait, you said you're completely bone dry empty? No, 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 no. I'm I'm a little under half, I believe. Oh, I'm taking under. You're taking under? I'm, I'm taking I'm taking, I'm taking under. I'm saying this is going to be about I'm going to go 29 bucks. I think it's 29.70. I think it's at least 34. Okay, I'm, I'm taking over, but I'm thinking at least 34. But while, I, while I don't know what your guys' gas is looking like, but for the super unleaded, we're looking at 389 here. Okay, it's, I think that's around what mine is. Not too shabby here in BG. I'm not sure. I haven't got gas in a long time. Donovan, we've exceeded the 29. dollars So oh, hey, I knew you were way under. I was thinking about mine, and I know my tank is, is smaller than Colin's, just based on the size of our cars. And that's, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be either pretty close to 38 or it's going to be over. So, But while Colin figures that out, I'll give my first pick, and then you can give yours, Donovan. Trayvon Walker at number one on the edge out of Georgia. Seems like this pick has got some late run. 
but it seems like Trent Baalke is really zoned in on him at number one. I would take Aiden Hutchinson here if I was Jacksonville, but it seems like they're going to go Trayvon Walker. Not a bad pick whatsoever, freak athlete, but that's my yes. I also believe, um, and by the way, we've eclipsed $40, unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. I also believe, there we go, $41 about on the dot. Oh, that was a great, great over-under then with 38 Yeah. I, I, maybe I, I misled you guys. You know, I was probably a little – I was probably closer to the quarter-gallon mark, so whatever. Anyways, um, I also believe they're going to take Trayvon Walker just based on what I've heard and what I've read in the past week. Um, very I, – I can't remember a draft where we've had someone sneak up on – sneak up on us like this um, to take the number one spot or at least um, – the betting odds favorite right now. Yeah, that's that's a little crazy. I'm going to be completely honest with the audience, and I want to apologize ahead of time. I have done absolutely zero research into anything draft-related. Um, the only thing I know is that the Bills, when they pick around 25, they're probably going to end up taking – uh, like a corner, most likely, maybe if there's a decent running back there. But that's all that I know. Um, I had, honest to God, never heard of this Trayvon Walker guy until you just brought him up. Well, Trayvon Walker, I mean, Hutchinson, I'd like to say he's more of a Joey Bosa type guy. Um, you know what you're going to get out of him. I think he has a high floor, um, and you know he's going to produce. Uh, he was the best probably defensive player in college football last year. Um, And Trayvon Walker, he is still a little unproven, which is why it would kind of be wild for him to go number one here. But, you know, freak athlete, you know, he's a Georgia guy. So, you know, he's, you know, he's fast, he's physical. um, He has great, um, just a great skill set. It's just a question of whether he's going to put it all together. He's a good run stopper, um, but he still needs to develop into that elite pass rusher that they want to get. Donovan having no idea uh, who who Trayvon Walker is up until today. It's just this is the hard hitting analysis you get on the Tub Talk Sports Podcast. Thank you, thank you, in, thank you. In less than ten minutes of today's episode, we have got Colin at the gas station, Donovan admitting his year experience, and I'm just here for the ride. So let's move on to number two. I would be shocked if any of us does not have Aiden Hutchinson at this pick. I have Aiden Hutchinson after I have made some tweaks to my mock draft. Do you know who Aiden Hutchinson is, Donovan? I do know who Aiden Hutchinson is. Yes, I, I know very, very well, especially after he made this, the very unfunny comments about beating Ohio State at the Heisman ceremony, like it hadn't hmm. taken them 10 tries to do it. Donovan, I've oh, a little more to like set the picture for you. I've seen uh, J.J. Watt comparisons for Trayvon Walker, the type of like, um, body mm. that he has, um, okay. and the fact that he, you know, wasn't the greatest college player, but that's what people are expecting, um, or at least what Jacksonville is expecting in the pros. Okay. All right. Well, I have, I now have Trayvon Walker and Hutchinson going one, two, at three. Everyone does. At three, I went uh, Gardner from Cincinnati to corner. Sauce Gardner. No, he was Sauce fantastic Gardner. at Cincinnati. That's funny that you pick him because I I was struggling here between going offensive line and corner for the Houston Texans. And mm-hmm. I ended up going corner with Gardner as well. 
you have, you can make the debate certainly between Sauce Gardner and Stingley, and it seems like Houston has a lot of interest in Stingley. I just like what I've seen more from Sauce Gardner, especially recently. Stingley was great his freshman year, was still good the years to follow, but not the same level. Um, and I, I think just if you look at the whole body work with Sauce Gardner, when you have Nick Saban, head coach of Alabama, admitting that they game plan away from him with the wide receiver talent that they had, I think that speaks a lot to a corner he's going to be. Houston needs help everywhere, but I think you get an elite corner at three and Sauce Gardner. And I, I, I get it. The, the size is a little bit. He's not the, not the biggest built corner, but I still think it's, it's a guy you can trust to stick with another team's wide receiver one. I agree. We definitely have more tape on Sauce Gardner, um, considering Stingley uh, has missed a lot of time. I think he missed his entire sophomore year. Um, he hasn't played a whole lot. So, I, I mean, I personally uh, didn't really have a preference, but I talked to one of the scouts with the Chiefs when I was on my visit to KC, and he kind of convinced me that Stingley is the better prospect. So, I went with Stingley at three. And then I went Sauce Gardner four to the Jets. Um, although I wouldn't – I'm kind of 50-50 on whether the Giants take a cornerback or a tackle here. Yeah, you and I have the same three and four, at least position-wise, because I have Stingley then going four to the Jets. I think the Jets need a corner, and they would take – if the, both of them were here, I think they would take Sauce Gardner over Stingley. But I still think they'd be very happy getting Stingley out of LSU to come to the Jets, especially when you look at the AFC East. You have Diggs and Buffalo – not the greatest receiver, receiver talent in New England, but then you look at Miami adding Tyreek Hill and having Waddle. So you need a corner with the Jets, and I go back-to-back corners three and four. All right. Yeah, I did too. I put Stingley at four. Um, at five, who is your first tackle off the board? Because I I think we all can agree that attack, Giants are going to take a tackle at five. I just think you want me to say the tackle first because you can't pronounce his name. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I don't have him taking I don't okay. have him taking him. I have the Panthers taking that guy. Interesting. Well, I have the, Pan- the the Giants taking who I thought of. And even I might, might, might butcher the name. Ikem Okwanu out of North Carolina State. I think Sounds Giants about right. need to tackle here. So. Sorry if I am. Um, I'm pretty confident on the Iquanu, but could be Ikem, Ikem, regardless. So do you have them going Evan Neal here, Donovan? I have them going Charles Cross. Okay. I think with, with the tackle here, you could kind of order the, the three however you want, and it wouldn't be mm-hmm. shocking. I don't remember what I had in my mock, but I, I kind of did a second one today that I didn't send you guys. I have Ikem going uh, number five there to the Giants. Yeah. Cool. Now, this is where it's different because you just revealed that you have Aquano going six to Carolina, Donovan. Yes. See, here's where I – I think David Tepper, owner of Carolina, is just extremely desperate for a franchise quarterback. And it mm. makes some sense for Matt Rule because you can say, if I take a quarterback, it buys him two more years. A guy that's kind of on the hot seat right now, if you take a rookie QB, you think it buys him two years of time to develop him and say – let me incorporate my offense. I don't think Matt Rule is a very good coach at the NFL level, but it kind of makes sense from his standpoint. And I think Malik Willis is the best quarterback in his draft. I would honestly love to see him go to Pittsburgh, but I don't see Pittsburgh coming all the way up. Malik Willis at six to Carolina. Interesting. I do not believe – I do not believe Malik Willis 
is a top 10 talent. And I don't think a team is going to take him. I know a lot of years you see, um, you hear, oh, this team likes this quarterback, this team likes this quarterback, and you have teams reaching because they're scared other people are going to take him. I don't think that's necessarily going to happen this year. I think Willis is going to fall somewhere between 15 and 20, doesn't fall past 20. Um, and I think Car- – who did I have Carolina take in here? I think they're going to take a tackle. I believe I took Evan Neal. I mean, it makes sense. And I think Malik Willis as a college prospect was a little bit better than Daniel Jones was. I just feel like this is another situation where it's six – the team wants the quarterback, knows they're reaching, like the Giants did for Daniel Jones, but takes him anyway just to get a quarterback. So that was my thinking here. But that's another one of those picks where we just don't know what the quarterback, whether it's at six or even in the top ten or it's late teens, maybe early 20s. So second Giants pick, though, I would guess we have a similar one here. A guy that kind of about a month ago was in the conversation for number one pick, but I have Kayvon Thibodeau going number seven in New York. I have that. Cool. If, if I was making my mock draft based off uh, who I think should go where, I would have Kayvon going in the top three. Um, and maybe that's my Oregon bias, but the dude is an absolute freak. People might – I've seen people questioning his love for the game and shit like that, which I think is stupid. Um, I don't know him personally, but he's an absolute stud. He's going to be a stud at the next level. Um, and I think the Giants, they cannot pass on him, and he will go in the top seven. Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense there. So number eight, I don't know if you guys did trades in your mock draft. I did trades in mine. I did a trade. Okay, so this is an interesting one because I don't know if this would actually happen because it does involve Atlanta trading with the Saints, obviously division rivals. I think Mm. Atlanta should heavily consider trading out of this pick because they need a lot. They need picks especially if they move back and acquire assets potentially for next year if they then want to get a quarterback, franchise quarterback next year because they have Mariota short-term, then can move up to get one because they're probably going to suck again, move up to get one next year and maybe a, a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud. So I think they should look to acquire picks and assets. So I have New Orleans coming all the way up to eight here to get a stud wide receiver. This may be surprising because of the injury, but I don't think teams are just worried about this. I have the Saints taking Jamison Williams at eight. Mm. A lot of things have to happen for that to work out, but that's what I'm rolling with. I like it. I like it. So, Donovan, uh, do you know who your top receiver – who is your favorite receiver in this class? My favorite receiver in the class is going to be Alave. Uh, I just think what he did at Ohio State was awesome, and – I think it's going to translate to the NFL well. However, I don't think Olave is my first receiver off the board. Um, I have my first receiver off the board being Jamison Williams, and I have him getting picked at 10. Okay, so at 8, I had um, the Fal- – I didn't make any trades in mind. I had the Falcons going for more of a positional need, even though they do have a fair amount of needs. Um, they went with Jermaine Johnson. I believe that's his name out of Florida State. He's the edge rusher, um, something mm-hmm. that they've lacked in the last few years. Okay. As I'm as I'm looking through this draft, how would how would you tell me the difference between I guess a guy like Olave 
or Drake London or Garrett Wilson? How would you rank those guys, and what what does like each guy do better? Well, Drake London is certainly the go up and get it big catch radius guy. Certainly a bigger okay. guy. Not that he can't run, but Olave and Wilson is a different kind of speed compared to London. London, I think, is a guy not is is if you're just need a jump ball or quarterbacks getting hit, need someone to bail you out, throw it up to London. That's a little bit different than compared to Wilson or Olave. Olave is probably a little bit faster. I'm not completely sure off the top of my head, but I'm almost positive Olave ran a faster 40. But um, Garrett Wilson was an incredible route runner at Ohio State. So I actually have – I'll skip ahead a little bit here, but I have Garrett Wilson as my second wide receiver off the board, and I have him going 10 to the Jets because the Jets are certainly in the market for a receiver. They were in the market for Tyreek Hill. I expect them to try and go after Debo, but it looks like a Debo trade won't be done today. So I think the Jets have to come out of this draft with an elite wide receiver talent. So I have them taking Garrett Wilson, but that's kind of the difference, at least from my point of view, between London, Olave, and Wilson. When I, when I watched Drake London play, and keep in mind, he was the, uh, the nation's leading receiver last year before his injury. Uh, so, I mean, he has shown the production on the field. He, I believe he's 6'4". He almost plays like an A.J. Brown type of guy. He's he's great after the catch, and I feel like his – you know, he doesn't have the greatest 40 time, but I feel like he plays faster than that on the field. Okay. Gotcha. So, so if we're skipping ahead, uh, he was my first receiver off the board. I have him going number 10 to the Jets. Um, I know we who, – who's number nine, Seattle? Seattle. Yeah. We skipped over Seattle. I'm taking uh, – I have Seattle taking uh, Kyle Hamilton. That's an interesting one. See, that's – I not. To I just think that's a good fit. I, I think just think that's a good fit. That could be best player available, but they have Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs. Yeah, the, I, I get that. Hamilton pick if they're just going strictly best player available. So, I have, I have Seattle taking Evan Neal. I think he falls a little bit. I have him being the second tackle taken. But I have Evan Neal at nine to Seattle. Would not be surprised if Seattle. Taking... Sorry, you go ahead, Colin. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say Seattle is another team that I'm could look. Cross. <laughs> okay, we keep doing this. You have Cross. Okay, that we, makes sense. We have the we have the way here. Yeah. Um, I just think Seattle, even if they could look to trade out here too, because that's another team where building for the future. Probably not going to take a franchise quarterback in this draft, but they could stockpile assets for either this year or next year to then move up and get a quarterback next year if they need to. But if they don't move out, I think Evan Neal would be a good fit for that offensive line. One thing that I didn't have them taking him, but I heard Todd McShay say that he doesn't think Jordan Davis makes it past nine. Mm. So Seattle might be might be uh, pretty interested in him. I don't think it'd be the greatest pick for a team that's – but, yeah, Jordan Davis is an absolute freak athlete. Uh, he, he ran a sub-540 time for a guy that's like 330-some pounds. So, I think that would be a good pick, and I think he should go in the top 15 as well. Davis, Davis was tough for me, and I'll get to where I have him in a little bit. I definitely have him sliding – um, let's move on. So I went over my 10 with the Jets. Who did you guys have the Jets taking at 10? I had Jamison Williams. Okay. 
I can't remember if you said that. So 11, Washington. And, and then, then I had them Minnesota. go in London. London okay. So we all so, had a receiver yeah. going there. That'll be interesting. I feel like they need a speed guy. I mean, Corey Davis is a decent receiver, but I, I think it also depends on who where it falls in front of them, whether they take London or Wilson. But 11, this was a tough pick with Washington. I kind of just looked at need and fit on this one, not best player available. I went Devin Lloyd out of Utah, the linebacker, to Washington at 11. Yeah, I have Lloyd at 11 going to Washington. I believe I had them going with uh, another Ohio State wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. I think Wilson's a stud. I think he – him in London right now, I mean, ever since Jameson Williams' injury, maybe I'm holding that too much against him. But I've kind of had London and Wilson be my top two favorite receivers. Uh, Garrett Wilson's a terrific all-around player. and I, If there's any player that I'm – any receiver that I'm sure will be a pro bowler, it's Garrett Wilson. And uh, him and Terry McLaurin would be awesome. Yeah. One hundred percent. The two wide receivers from Ohio State. Don't think they would have crossed paths together. I would have to go back and look years. But so then this is this is a good one. So for me with the Vikings at twelve, this player might not even make it to twelve. But I don't see him making it past this point. If he falls there, I'm going Kyle Hamilton to Minnesota. I think he he's a guy that I think is a top seven eight ish player talent wise. Um, the only reason I had him slipping outside the top 10 was because of positional need. I don't know why some people are kind of falling off him. I don't know what they don't like about him. Maybe it's his, his wingspan or I, his size maybe, but he's such a smart player. Um, he, when you watch Notre Dame play, he, he really stands out. He plays it. Uh, he makes such a big impact for a safety. I mean, he's going to shut down tight ends. He's probably he's like a he's like a second coach on the field. So I think any team would be lucky to have him. I just think safety is a weird position to take in the top ten, unless you already have a lot of good pieces or like foundational pieces. No, I get that. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right there, Colin. With Hamilton, it's just he's always around the ball, and even if you you don't like the speed and the forty that he ran. Just, I think you need guys on your defense. You just haven't noticed the ball. So let's move on to the Texans at 13. They're their second pick, thanks to the Deshaun Watson trade. All right. The Texans' second pick, I have them taking uh, George Carl Lofitz. I totally said that right. Was I, was I close? Carl Loftus? Yeah. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Correct. 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 Okay. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. All right. Scared me there. Yeah, I have uh, the edge rusher from Purdue, the Boilermakers. I don't think that's a bad pick. I haven't fallen a little bit farther. This is where I have, I have Houston going tackle here because they didn't. I think they could have taken one at three, but I think they go corner at three. So then I have them getting the tackle here. I think a really good one in Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Someone tell me who I had them taken. Ooh, you got – hold on. I will double-check for you. Let me look, scroll up. Here okay. you have Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's 
that's one where they're taking the best player on the board. They have a lot yeah. of uh, needs on that roster. Um, he would be a great uh, player to plug in year one. I'm telling you what, Houston coming out of the, the draft tonight with Stingley and Kyle Hamilton would just be a massive haul. So, all right, Baltimore at 13 or 14, excuse me, Baltimore at 14. I have Devontae Wyatt, defensive lineman out of Georgia. Another guy, it's just all these Georgia defensive linemen are freak athletes. So, yeah, I think this fits, a, fits their defensive line. I have Trent McDuffie going to the Ravens. That makes sense. Especially their, their secondary last year was atrocious outside of Marlon yeah. Humphrey. So. Yeah, they could definitely use help. Our back would be huge for them. I think I had them going Jordan Davis here. Um, I already spoke on, I already spoke on Davis. Um, I think he, a lot, some people think he's going to be a Vince Wilfork type guy. Uh, and yeah, his athleticism for a guy that uh, for a guy that big, uh, it was struggling. It is hanging on. For it's 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 bad, Colin. You're just gonna have to text in your uh, your takes. It's the Iowa cornfields, rural roads. It was expected. Jordan Davis would be a very good pick for them. I have been flying a little bit, which was tough because it is such an athletic defensive lineman for his size, and this could certainly help a yeah. lot of teams. I, I just – I don't know how to judge a guy like Jordan Davis. I feel like he's obviously a freak athlete, don't get me wrong, but it's it's still just hard to judge an interior lineman that's that good athletically, I feel like. I think the one thing is with so much talent on that Georgia defensive line, it was kind of like – who's benefiting from having so much other talent there. Not that Jordan right. Davis – I'm not trying to imply that about Jordan Davis, but we'll see. Let's move on to the next two. We've got Philly, and then I have a trade with the pick after. But I'll do Philly first. I have Philly here taking wide receiver. They need a wide receiver. Own up. You screwed up with the Rager pick. Rager pick. It's time to move on. You need a receiver badly. My thought process here was you have a speed, great route running guy in Devonta Smith last year who was great. Now get to go up and get it, guy. This is where I Drake London going. I mean, I like it. Yeah, I think I think they have to go receiver here. So who do you have here, Donovan? I have them taking a linebacker okay. because I feel like knowing Philly, they're going to be real stingy here and tell themselves Devonte Smith, good. Who their uh their tight end Goddard? No, Dallas Goddard. Oh, I think. Yeah, is that their tight end? I yep. don't even You were thinking now. of uh, can't break a tackle, Zach Hurts. He used to be yeah. there, but it's yeah. not a part yep. of it. Yep, correct, correct, yeah. Uh, I think they have enough offensive weapons around. Uh, oh, my God. I am so out of the NFL. I can't think of any players right now. I'm just full go baseball. This is um, fun. You're full Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, dude, I was getting there. I was getting there. Um, Jalen Hurts, they have enough weapons around him. I say they give it another year before they go out and try and get another young receiver. Um, so I have them going linebacker, and I have them going Dean from Georgia. Getting another Bama receiver like Jameson Williams would be awesome uh, for Hertz, but I have them going linebacker Devin Lloyd. Yeah, I, I, I like the linebacker pick if they don't go offense here. 
definitely makes sense. And then my next pick following that I have Green Bay coming up here, which is surprising because mm-hmm. we're not known knowing Green Bay for being aggressive and getting skill players in the first round. But I think they noticed they need some talent on that offense. It can't be Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb and Alan Hazard. I have Green Bay coming all the way up to 16 year and nabbing Chris Olave. Interesting. I have the Saints keeping their pick, and I have them going quarterback, and I have them going Malik Willis, my first quarterback off the board. That would be scary if he develops because then you know they already have pieces there. They can right. figure out some of the cap issues. But I just think a lot – well, part of this in reason was the fact that I had the Saints going up earlier and taking a receiver. So then that leaves Green Bay to move up here and Saints recuperate some draft stock that they used earlier. And I think you have to get at least one receiver if you're the Packers. I know you can say all you want about Rodgers, but losing Devonta Adams I think hurts. And I think there will be a run to where that group of four or five wide receivers that are just the elite of this class don't make it to their picks in the 20s. And it wouldn't shock me if they sit back and wait because that's what they usually do. But if you really want to compete and get a wide receiver, I think Olave makes sense. You give a burner for Rodgers over the top, and it wouldn't shock me if they do their best to come away with at least some speed guy wide receiver throughout the first round tonight. Boys, it says I have four bars. I hope you can hear me. Donovan, how dare you uh, try and take away Jameis' starting job? How dare you? I look, I love Jay. Look, I didn't say Malik Willis is a day one starter. No, okay. no, no. I, 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 this quarterback draft is we, no, 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 no. You're me. You're saying I don't believe in a guy like Jameis Winston. Okay. I, I think me. sneakily, yes. I think you're insane. Um, I, I am I, one of the biggest Jameis top... truthers. See, he doesn't even have a response. I'm a big Jameis truther. Okay. I'm a Jameis truther. The thing is, I don't know if the Saints believe it. They just lost Sean Payton. Sean Payton's out the door. I don't even know who their quarterback – or not even their, their head coach is anymore. Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen, sure. Defensive guy. Um, defensive guy. They're going to roll with Winston, I believe, this year. But if he doesn't, you know, take them to the promised land or he doesn't do what he's supposed to do, I think they might give a guy like Malik Wills a shot. I, I think the Saints are taking a receiver here. Um, in my case, it ends up being Jameson Williams. He's my third receiver off the board. Um, and I, I strongly believe three will be gone by 15. I think so, too. Maybe not in this order. I actually think I have four going by 16. So let's get to the back half of this first round. I think this will end up going a little bit quick because a lot of these star power we now have gone. I have a run right here, 16 through 20. I'm going to go through this all at once because it's it's certainly good players, but not to the degree of our top 16. So Chargers at 17, I have taking Bernard Raymond, tackle from Central Michigan, continue to help out the offensive line for Herbert, especially what we saw Max Crosby do in that week 18 game with the Raiders against the Chargers was in Herbert's face all night long. You have Slater on one side, now add Raymond on the other. I have N'Kobe Dean. You guys gave Philly linebacker earlier. I give them one here. Linebacker out of Georgia, I think goes Philly 18. Jordan Davis to the Falcons at 19. I had the Falcons, remember, trading back earlier. So they grab a defensive talent from the same state in Georgia right here. I think would be a steal at 19. And then this one was kind of random. I don't know where this came from, but this would be an absolute steal. 
it gets to 20. Trent McDuffie still sitting there, and especially Buffalo looking to add someone on the other side of Tredavious White. They move up a couple picks here and grab McDuffie at 20. So Raymond, Dean, Davis, and McDuffie to the Chargers, Eagles, Falcons, and Bills. I love that. Look, I don't know where the hell we're at right now. Um, I hope you can hear me. I have the Chargers, although taking receiver next to uh, Allen and Williams would be great, like a lot it. I have them also going with a tackle. Protect Chargers. It's the best thing you can do. Um, and then pass on one earlier, they take Chris Alave. They get their second receiver. So you had – we cut out in the second pick. You have the Eagles taking Alave? Yes, I have the Eagles taking Olave. The Chargers go with the tackle. Got it. This is fun. I've got Donovan over here who barely knows what he's talking about because he's moved on to baseball. And i got Colin in the middle of nowhere hanging on by one and a half bars of cell service. All right, Donovan, let's hear right. yours. Seven, what are we doing, 17 through 20? I did 17 through 20. Okay. Uh, 17, I have Atlanta because I had a trade earlier, I believe. Or is this Atlanta's pick? I had Atlanta and the Chargers tra- making a trade earlier. So I have Atlanta here at 17. And here, Atlanta takes a quarterback. So I have back-to-back quarterbacks going. And surprisingly enough, I have them taking Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is my second favorite quarterback prospect out of this draft. We'll get to who my first is a little later. Um, I still, I think Kenny Pickett, you could put him in, and I think he'll end up having a lot of turnovers. But I think he'll, I think he's, you could plug him in day one is what I'm really trying to say here. I'm fumbling over words right now, but I believe out of all the quarterbacks in this draft, Kenny Pickett will be the best week day one starter. If that makes any sense. That's fair. I think it's an argument between him and Ritter is the most pro ready, but mm-hmm. I like Pickett. So. And then at 18, Can I Kenny have. Can Kenny Pickett succeed without the fake slide? Yes. I'm just going to say yes. Uh, at 18, I have. The Eagles taking uh, Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson. I just feel like they could use it in the corner. Um, I can't really think of anyone on Philly's defense right, right now except Darius Slay. Um, so I just have them taking a uh, defender. At 19, the Saints just picked up a quarterback. So why not give your quarterback a good receiver? This is where I have the Saints taking wide receiver Drake London. I think that's a good fit, especially with Malik Willis. And then at 20, I have the Steelers taking uh, Bernard Rainman. I think I said that right. Uh, tackle out of Central Michigan, the Mac. Donovan, I'm going to let you know right now you're wrong because Malik Willis is going number 20 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got to keep in mind, uh, he had a good Wonderwood score. We love that stuff. Good Wonderwood yes, score. <laughs> you know, he went under the radar a lot at Liberty. Not a lot of people have seen him play. I think he's going to be a great fit under Mike Tomlin. Steelers get their guy. 
you'll never have to see Mason Rudolph start another football game. I, I don't even know who – I think they had him and uh, Dwayne Haskins, correct? You're forgetting about Money Mitch. Yeah. Money Mitch, that's right. Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. We never addressed that. Um, yeah. Very sad situation. You're right, Money Mitch. It's Money Mitch versus Malik Willis. Uh, and I, I guess that's a luxury to have. You don't have to start him day one if he's not ready. Uh, but he is the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Well, for the last last 10 or 12 picks, let's just, rather than go individually one by one, because at this point we've gotten, I think at this point in the back, 10 to 12 picks, it's just kind of guessing at this point, especially with trades, mm-hmm. you know, so many people. I'm just going to give a few highlights here, clean up a couple of things that I, with some stars. I like Andrew Booth a lot. I think you can argue that he's the third best corner with McDuffie. You can make that argument. I think Cincinnati needs to add a corner. I have Cincinnati moving up to 28 to get Booth. I'll go over that one. I have Pickett going at 25 to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gets the pick that Buffalo used to go up and get McDuffie. So Pittsburgh gets a QB for the future. They obviously, I think, would want Malik Willis, but I haven't been gone, so they settle for Pickett. And then my last quarterback taking the third in the first round. So I have three quarterbacks going round one. At 32, I think it makes a lot of sense. I would be willing to bet that in the between 30th and 32, whether it's Detroit, someone comes up to get a QB to nab him in the first before tomorrow and get that fifth year option. And I think you can make an argument Detroit here at 32 could take one of three different guys, but I have Sam Howell going 32 to Detroit. So that's come some of my mm-hmm. highlights for the back of the first. All right. My 20 through 32. I'm going to go really fast here. 21 Patriots. I have taken Garrett Wilson. 22. Packers, I have taking Chris Olave, get their receiver finally. 23 Cardinals, this is where I have them taking Jordan Davis. I think this is a really good fit for Davis and for the Cardinals. I mean, you already have what JJ Watt out there, too. That's those are that's a stud defensive line day one. Uh, 24 Cowboys, I have them taking Zion Johnson, guard. 25, my Bills, I have them taking Jalen Petrie. I think that's how you say it. Cornerback out of Baylor. They're going to take a corner. So just letting you guys know, they're going to take a corner. Um, 26, Titans, I have them taking Wyatt out of Georgia. Bucks, I have them taking Kenyon Green. Uh, Packers at 28, I have them taking Lewis Klein out of Georgia. And then Chiefs, the back-to-back picks, I have them taking Sky Moore and Travis Jones. 31, I have the Bengals taking Trevor Penning. And then, excuse me, at 32, the Detroit Lions, I have them taking my favorite quarterback prospect in this entire draft, Desmond Ritter. You see, it was tough for me. What do you like about Desmond Ritter? What Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Exactly. He can do it all. He, I think he's the best two-way quarterback in this draft, saying how he can throw the ball and run. He's a good runner. And I feel like you put him on a team like Detroit. I know Detroit doesn't have the best reputation, obviously, but biting kneecaps? Are you kidding me? This guy was a Bearcat. They know, all, they know everything there is about, uh, you know, grinding. So I I like I like Ritter a lot. I watched him play a couple games. I mean, 
in the game they played against what? Alabama? No. They played Georgia? No, it was Alabama. I don't yes. even know where I'm at right now. It was Alabama. Um, yeah, I they obviously did not look great, but he himself, Ritter, did not look bad for the first half of that game. And from being, you know, a, a smaller school from Cincinnati, comparing that to an Alabama, I think is impressive. All right, well, Colin, before we move on to NBA to wrap this quick episode up, do you have any last draft comments? Yeah, Packers get their receiver at, I think, 22 or 23, whatever pick they are. Traylon Burks. Yep. I like Burks a lot. I haven't going to the Chiefs since I already had the Packers getting a receiver. I don't think they get two. But I think Burks to the, uh, to the Chiefs makes a lot of sense. All right, well, then let's move on to NBA to wrap this thing up. We are planning on putting out a more comprehensive preview next week, but real quickly, because we have not had an episode since the playoff show, which really was a great round. Let's get each of yours final conference predictions and then NBA finals prediction. Colin, you go ahead and start. All right, so the games we have tonight, it's Toronto and Philly. Boy, would it be great if Philly blew that series. Um, and you know what? I like chaos. I'm taking Toronto in seven. That would be. I think I think if you're outside of not in Philadelphia now, we are all rooting for Toronto to pull that off for a variety of Correct. reasons. Correct. So Correct. I'll go, I'll go with my with what I've got, and I'll break this down more later on. But I think this the Celtics Bucks series could be really good. Middleton, I know it didn't hurt them against the Bulls, but the Bulls also suck. So I think that'll come back to bite them. I still think it's a really good series because Giannis is the best player on the court, and I think there's something to be said for that. But I'm going to take the Celtics to win that series in seven to advance. And regardless of whether it is the Sixers or Raptors, I think the Heat win in five. The Heat, to me, look really good right now. So I have a Heat-Bucks conference finals. And on the West, Golden State, to me right now, looks really, really good. So I think they advance, whether it's Minnesota or Memphis. I think it will be Memphis, but I think Golden State beats Memphis. And on the other side, I think Pelicans survive this first round series. Then you're going to look at them getting Booker back. So then on that side, I don't think it's healthy Suns team with Booker is losing in the second round. So I'm going to go Suns-Warriors. I know that was an easy one, but Suns-Warriors on the West. So I believe I have one, two, one, two. I have four bars right now. I'm going to talk. Um, I'll, I'll definitely give better analysis on our next episode. Um, but I know we're trying to wrap this up. So I'll go with, uh, Celtics heat on the East side. I think the Celtics beat Milwaukee without Middleton. Um, and I'll take the Celtics to advance to the finals. I like the warriors coming out of the West. Um, I think Phoenix survives against Minnesota and, or I'm sorry, against new Orleans. And I think the Grizzlies somehow beat Minnesota. Minnesota should have had the series won already, but I think the Grizzlies win that. So then we have Warriors Grizzlies. I have the Warriors winning that. And we have, um, I have the Mavericks beating the Suns. So we'll have Mavericks versus Warriors. I have Golden State setting up for a Golden State Boston Finals. I have something. Uh... Actually, I was going to say I have something very similar. I have the exact same one. Uh, I have a Eastern Conference Finals of Boston 
and uh, uh, Milwaukee. Boston. That's not possible. Played, I thought they. I thought they, they play were the next round. Oh, that's right. Shit. Uh, so it, would either, it would either be Heat. It would be the winner would be would face Heat or and then, okay. Celtics. Okay, I or, uh, I'll Sixers, go Heat Raptors. then. I'll go with Heat then. Yeah. So I'll go Heat Celtics. Uh, throwback to those great uh, early 2010 matchups. Um, yeah, I, I I'm gonna take the Celtics out of the East. They just play really well the second half. Um, Tatum is that guy. Shout out John, who was convinced Tatum was not going to be that guy. Um, and then out West, I would agree. I have the Suns and the uh, Warriors. Both those teams have been there. The Suns were, you know, in the finals last year, obviously. Books is going to come back. He's going to be healthy. He's going to look good. Um, but I, from past knowledge of the NBA, you don't bet against – how good of a three-point shooting team the Warriors are. They got that pool kid now who's doing really well. I know Tom isn't Clay Thompson struggling a lot. I don't think struggling he's, he's been just better as efficient. Yeah. Okay. He's been better as of late. And when you have a guy like Jordan Poole who's a terrific scorer, um, mm-hmm. it takes a it takes a load off Clay Thompson to be that second guy. So having those three him those two and Curry all out in the court at the same time, um that gives teams fits. Yeah. Yeah. Poole has been I, incredible, especially when you think about it. he was in the G League at one point last year. Yeah. That for me would should have been enough to win him most improved. But I mean, yeah. when you look at Golden State, they can have a death lineup out there of Curry, Poole, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond. They they have ran that lineup out there before. So Crazy. I think I really want to pick the Suns. I think Golden State and the experience in the three-point shooting gets them past Phoenix and what should be a, a great series if Phoenix is healthy. I'm going to take the heat over the Celtics. I think the Celtics have better scores. It's just, I like the heat for whatever reason. And then I'm going to take the Celtics over the heat or not the Celtics, the Warriors over the heat in the NBA finals. I have the Warriors over the Celtics. I mean, when I look at every team still remaining, the Boston Celtics, I think, have the most – I think they have the best championship potential right now. They have everything you look for in a championship team. Um, when you talk about defense, when you talk about a star – like that guy being Jason Tatum, um, I think he's damn near a top-five player at this point. Um, and Marcus Smart, you have the blue guy. Um, you have a lot of good bigs. Jalen Brown's incredible, um, and they're very well coached. So right now, I think the Boston Celtics are my favorite to win it. Alrighty. I mean, yeah. I don't I know think... how much of that you guys heard. All of it. All right. And then f- for the hell of it, uh, let's throw in a quick baseball update for all of our teams, at least. Um, our no. teams suck, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. Our teams suck. Both they blow, can't. and you know what sucks even more is the fact that uh, MLB's using these dead baseballs. Yeah, bring is. back the truth baseballs. It's, I'm not even talking about the White Sox. Yeah. Make the game more fun again. I want to see Stan hitting 60 home runs. I I just seen so many where it looks great off the bat, it's falling short in left field, and I, it, it sucks. Fix it, man. For it. Yeah, I'm greed. I don't want to talk about the Reds, so I'm not going to. Are you going to continue to show up the games? 
Well, I, I'm not really <laughs> considering they're in Cincinnati. I'm Missouri, Only with so. a paper bag on his head. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So the team. So the team. Uh, my quick Cubs update is is that going into this year, I said ceiling 500, but it was going to be a fun year. So far, it's, it's exactly what I've expected, really. We've had some fun moments. Saya looks great. Uh, Wilson's not bad on Sunday yeah. or Saturday. Football score, love a nice twenty-one nothing. Um, you know Wilson's still there. Hap's doing his thing. Um, my only takeaways: give Alfonso Rivas more shots, cut Hayward for the love of God, and don't sleep on Patrick Wisdom yet. He's going to strike out a lot, but he's going to hit a lot of homers, and he's hot right now. Nick Madrigal so. stinks. He's going to turn it on. He's been doing a lot better. Um, Horner, honestly, Horner's been having the same offensive production I thought Madrigal's going to have. But whatever. We need to get pitching. That's all. That's that's my cup spiel. I like what I've seen so far. But that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all for listening. And let us know uh, how long, wrong our mock drafts were, especially Ben and Collins, because I know I have the perfect. I don't know about them, but I I have the perfect one. So if you get more than listening. six of those picks correct, I'll I'll buy you a chocolate bar. On top of the essay, you still owe me. Yeah, perfect time for him to cut out there. All right, that's gonna do it. Give us a five star. Uh, share with all your friends. Let us know what we can do better, and follow us on Twitter. That's all. Peace out. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.